Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Rigucci, and this is Replay, Relive, and Re-Experience, or as we like to call it, Re-3s, where we do all three of those things to our favorite video games. I kind of sounded sexual, but I'm going to keep it rolling. In, like it. in this edition of Re-3, we'll be replaying, reliving, and re-experiencing Halo. Uh, the entire franchise, starting with Halo Combat Evolved and ending with Halo 5 Guardians in anticipation for Halo Infinite. Here to go on Master Chief Saga with me, as always, the triple threat, Chris Trejo. Gooch. How are you? I'm okay. Good. I didn't finish my sentence. No, okay. I know. I was waiting. It dropped off, and I was like, oh, yeah, how are you? No, I'm but that's, that's how we usually do it. Yeah, we space true. it out. Yeah, yeah, give it a little. Uh, and here to accompany us. I want to say as always, but that's not necessarily true. Chris it will Gattis. be for this. Well, for, for this. this. Yeah, for this. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Chris Gaddis. Hello, Delco hello. Zone. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, 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 Episode hi. two. Here we are. We're not even back in. Again. We're not even in thick of it. Oh, <laughs> but we will be. So we are picking up this episode with Halo. Like the level. The level. <laughs> <laughs> not like, yeah, but also the Halo. Game. <laughs> <laughs> so mission two of halo is called halo the synopsis halo is the second campaign level of this game it begins on the morning of september 19th 2552 and gives us the first on the ground view of installation 4 aka alpha halo aka halo it was probably still morning during the first level yes i guess as the only survivor of the bumblebee escape pod crash spartan 117 fights against the marauding covenant forces while searching and rescuing other survivors from the pillar of autumn this is the first level with uh, jackals, spear dropships, and banshees, which we will talk about. So, first time on a Halo ring, we get out of that pod and you look around. And you how, just, how are you guys wow. feeling? Feeling good. Feeling like I'm ready to kill some covenant. Yeah, kill some more scum. covenant. Yeah. What you do, and I mean, most of this level is just going from place to place, killing more covenant, which is fine. Mm -hmm. And I will say, getting through some of this stuff was a little bit of a, a bit of a chore, yeah. but it, I did start to kind of open back up to it, and, you know, there's so many good things just in the way. Like, it's not necessarily the gameplay, but, like, sound design in this game is amazing. Hearing yeah. all the different guns, all the these music. very specific I mean, where would it be music. the music? Mm -hmm. Like, so it's, so, it's just that guitar riff. You like, can't beat it. Like, like, seriously, I think everything in this game, like, all the guns, all the vehicles are, like, iconic. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, every gun, every vehicle. Absolutely, yeah. Like most of the levels, I feel like like this game just has some like iconic. And aside from the place. design, they really haven't changed much. No, they really since haven't. Two thousand one. Right. Yeah. It worked. Why? Why change? Why change it? it? Yeah. yeah. But we get out. It ain't broke. And we see the skybox of the Halo ring, and you've never seen a skybox like this before, where the ring is just going around the whole thing. It's it's. It's a it, sight. It gives you a little like it. Ge it gives you goosebumps once you come out and you look at it and you're like, whoa! Like this is an alien Huge. world. Like yeah. this ain't Earth. This is like nothing we've ever been to. Like you and Master Chief. Like you know, this is the first contact with the Halo ring for the player and the people in game. So it should it's kind pretty of pretty iconic. It's an iconic moment. It Absolutely. should feel yeah. alien. Yeah. So we are exiting the Bumblebee ship. Let's talk about uh, the Bumblebee. We're not getting in it. We're getting out of it, which is. I mean, it's basically mm -hmm. just an escape pod, right? Yeah. For the most part, yeah, it does pretty its much. Job. This is the class three enclosed heavy lifeboat controlled. I don't know why it's just controlled like that. But also known as the Bumblebee, is a standard issue UNSC escape pod, which is ten point five meters long, making it longer than a scorpion. It's still I don't know. It, in game, not, that yeah, is not that no does way. not seem like there's the case. No, way. no, that was not. That's not true. It, <laughs> it can hold up to nine people, including the pilot, and has enough supplies to last. 
for a week before it runs out of food and clean air. So I think they'd give them a little bit more than a week. Yeah, right? I don't know. Mm, I, don't know. I don't know. You're in a life pod. It's That's not, fair. It's, it's not supposed to probably like I guess the idea is, yeah, they'd send someone out to help you right away almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bumblebee only makes an appearance in this level and a Pillar of Autumn. Never seen it again in the series. This yeah. is it. So say goodbye. Bye-bye. The name Bumblebee <laughs> may have been given because of the nature of the craft. When the craft hits the surface, it will most likely not be able to function again, very much like how a bee uses a stinger and dies. Very uh, Makes sense. Very, yeah, very astute. Morbid. So yeah. we're, we, we're running away from the crash site, and as, as we kind of get moving, uh, a Covenant entourage kind of, I was going to say, like, pulls up like it's a fucking, like, shootout. Hey, yo. <laughs> yo. Freeze. What's going on here? But uh, <laughs> it's a spirit dropship and a banshee patrol. So let's talk about the spirit. Uh, the Dextro Zur pattern troop carrier designated by the UNSC as Type 25 troop carrier, otherwise known as Spirit, is a Covenant infantry and logistic transport. Trans- I don't know why I did that. Transport. That's, that, I bet that sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It's a transport craft. It is actually never named in game. They never. Funny. They never call it the Spirit. But, like, in the later games, they just call the fandom the fandom, like, left and right. Like, fandom inbound. In this, it's Covenant Dropship. Covenant Dropship. Yeah. Like, I'm curious if they just, like, didn't name it until, like, after the script was written. Honestly, it's probably it. They probably were just like, it's the Covenant Dropship. So and then now it's been retroactively. Yes. Yeah. The spirit uh, is jokingly known as the tuning fork among the Bungie employees uh, because of its shape. And the Marines in this level make a reference to that. Um, the Marathon logo is seen on the front of the cockpit. That's our... First marathon reference. Um, well, second. The first one is oh, keys on, his, on his pin in the old graphics. Yeah, yeah. In these games... Uh, oh, so, sorry. Spirits appear in Halo Combat Evolved, Wars, and Reach as the primary dropship. They do not make any appearance in 2, 3, or ODST and have been replaced by the sleeker, larger, heavier, and faster. It's like... Just beating this guy out like on all angles. Speaking, speaking of Reach, the wasn't, there, wasn't there a... Uh an Easter egg where you could like pilot or maybe it was like a glitch. You could pilot like a, a Pelican or a phantom hmm. Pelican. Was it's an Pelican? achievement. In, in, oh, is it an achievement in, um, yeah, it's an achievement in the master chief collection. You like, all you have to do is like crouch near it and like get in. Yeah. And huh. you can like get in the gun and you use the gun. So it's a way to like, well, it's, well one, it's an achievement, but like you are invulnerable and you just mow people down. Mm-hmm. So like I was reading and it's like a good like strategy to do like lasso in and Oh legendary. yeah. Huh. Really? But um, the ship also appears in most of the novels, Fall of Reach, The Flood, First Strike, Ghost of Onyx, Contact Harvest, and a graphic novel. It's not spe- specifically known why the spirit was removed from Halo 2 and 3. However, it could be just the Phantom uh, was in the process of replacing its newer model, or the Bungie just preferred the Phantom. I would probably just say the they latter. preferred the Phantom. Yeah, the latter, And they definitely. just replaced it. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, next, we take the fight to a beam emitter, which is this, like, kind of, like, building that shoots like beams across the halo ring i assume it's just for like power power information yeah Mm -hmm. like there's got to be a way for i guess one point of the ring to shoot information across to the Mm -hmm. other if you you stand in it you die really yeah if you 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 will die i don't think (laughs) i knew that that. did Uh did you actually try of course Uh, why wouldn't you someone someone's got to try it (laughs) i don't know we're getting all of our information online here so i figured you might have uh Picked it up. So at this beam emitter, there are some Marines, including our boy, the man, Sergeant Johnson. The myth. Damn right. Smoke them if you got them. Sergeant Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> Sergeant Major 
Avery Jr. Johnson was a human senior non-commissioned officer who served in the UNSC Marine Corps during the Insurrection and Human Covenant War. His middle name's Junior? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> awesome. Johnson was a highly trained Marine serving with various combat units, including the Naval Special Warfare Command, including the highly classified Orion Project. Now, you're probably wondering, Gooch, what is the Orion Project? What is the Orion Project? The Orion Project is the Spartan One Project. So dur during the insurrection, before Spartan Twos were kind of actually like a like fully fledged project and fully funded, um, Halsey was developing a super soldier serum kind of John and. There weren't many candidates. Johnson happened to be one of them. Uh, and it like the whole project like pretty much fails. Um, but Johnson, and I think a lot of them die too. But Johnson's one of the ones that comes out alive. And for that reason, he is immune to the flood. A big we, butt. We we have ever explained that at all, like in the original game. Like is that like or, why? Like no, he, no, it's he not. Just, no. He just happens mm -hmm. to survive, or mm -hmm. as far as you know, like within the first game, like from the flood. You don't you don't know. They don't let you know. I mean, he, I mean, he can't. I mean, he can die, but oh, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah I mean, he dies all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, you, you can kill him. I mean, he'll so just like come the back. other Marines can. Like the flood is like a. I guess you know we'll get into that when that comes. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because of won't the, get won't get ahead of myself. Yeah, because of this experimentation, that's what causes him to be immune to the flood. But it's interesting because no one else is immune to the flood. Not Absolutely. even Master Chief. Not even Chief yeah. Um, oh, he's not. No, I don't think so. No, he's a regular human. No, I, mean, I know, but you, I just would have assumed that Actually, the Spartan serum would have done that. That's a good question. I I'm gonna say he's not. He can get killed by them. Yeah, but like again, like again, I feel like you could get killed by, but like it's not like he's getting killed by the flood disease. He's just being killed by these monsters ripping him apart. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? It's not like mm -hmm. I'm curious if it's written anywhere. I I would say no. Interesting. Um, I don't like him anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> During this fight, we encounter the jackals for the first time. <laughs> the Kigyar are an avian reptilian species which served the Covenant as mercenaries and privateers. There are two distinct subgroups of Kigyar, which humans have termed jackals and skirmishers. Skirmishers and Reach, we'll talk about them then. In combat, King Kigyar are typically uh, serve as snipers, shock troopers, defense fighters, um, and scouts within the Covenant due to their excellent sense of sight, smell, and hearing. Some trivia. The Kigyar were the first Covenant species fought by humans. Uh, Johnson and a Marine named Nolan Brine fought and killed two of them, uh, led by Churaya, in the skirmish on minor transgression over harvest. Um, the first time Kigyar encountered in the game is in this level. They do not appear in the first level. Due to the Covenant's mistrust of them being on M... M Jesus Christ. Enemy vessels because of their pirating ways, which I find to be very interesting. That's super cool. Like, just that's like, a... Yeah, that's a, that's a you I'm just going to take the Pillar of Autumn yeah. and take a joyride. I'm trying to think. I'm like, what? I uh, We're on the Infinity, but that's, uh, like, that's not... At that point, the Covenant isn't the normal Covenant. It's a, it's a offshoot version of it. Yeah, because I'm trying to think of like other times that that would have been a thing, but it's it's like maybe they just like wrote that in to explain why they're not in the yeah. first level, or maybe they actually intended it that way. It's a pretty cool fun fact because I didn't know it until research. So we have a little battle, we fight, and we meet the legendary Fohammer herself. You know our motto: we deliver. Carol Rowley was the pilot of the Pelican transport Echo 419 on the UNSC Pillar of Autumn. 
Uh, some trivia, the call sign Fohammer comes to us from the 14th level of Marathon Infinity, another Marathon reference. Fohammer is also a literal translation of Gandalf's sword from Lord of the Rings, and it's also a name of a dragon-slaying arrow in Stephen King's uh, The Eyes of Dragon. Um, little information about the Pelican. The dropship 77 troop carrier, abbreviated D-77TC, or commonly known as the Pelican, is an extremely versatile aircraft used by the UNSC. Uh, it's used for mainly medium lift operations of various personnel, vehicles, and equipment, and it can be used as a powerful support gun ship. Um, the Pelican is also capable of limited spaceflight, which the UNSC uses as a primary method of rapidly delivering troops to the surface from orbit. And... Fohammer, nice as she is, drops us off a Warthog for the first time. The M12 Force Application Vehicle, more commonly known as the Warthog, or simply Hawk, <laughs> was the line. Uh, or the Puma. I'm going to bring up the red versus blue stuff again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was a line of the United Nations Space Command uh, light ground vehicle. So there's a number of variants. We only counter the it's one got with tusks. The, the gun. It does. It actually does. Yeah. Like I was, I was thinking about that. Like it has like its uh, winch on the front, and mm -hmm. the and it, yeah. like, they come like, out. Yeah. It's been interesting to use that at some point. You know. Yeah, I know. You never really do in any of the so. games. Don't you? No. Do, no, nope. The UNSC's primary ground vehicle, used for its scouting and reconnaissance cap capacity, or as an integral part of a mechanized infantry unit, the M12 has been a part of the UNSC's armored vehicle fleet for almost two hundred years. Do we still run the Sherman tank? No. 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 So that would be like if the, we just always had the Sherman tank. Like there was no need for us to advance like we, any the further. The Abrams, than that. I think, is the current line of, of United States tanks. Um, hmm. But like that would that's interesting. Oh, it is. Imagine an interesting idea. like and like we have never maybe the M nineteen eleven. Like that's still no, that's not. I think because well, I mean even think it's that's only not like, standard issue in the military though. But we're, like, I, we're still talking about the Pelican, right? Warthog. 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 Okay. <laughs> but like even still like stuff like that like I don't know. You what if it ain't broke, don't fix it, like that type of deal. Like I think the idea would be like and even with the like does it say how long the Pelican was even like around at nah, all? Nah, didn't mention it. I yeah, think like, it's just because this was a really long time. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, no, that's I don't know, that's interesting. I guess it's like one of those things. It works. It works and it's there's good. no need yeah, there's probably we'll just no put reason some to develop we'll just technology. Make it cooler and yeah. Make, yeah. Yeah. Give it different different uh, attachments. Yeah, yeah, different guns. And you'd assume that they improved it somehow all those years uh, over. Like yeah, with just different like, cars like yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um yeah, we drive off. We're gonna go look for some escape pods. You can bring Johnson with you. There's a, there's a way to like if you block him off. There's a way to like get him in your warthog. Oh really? And you can bring him through the mission. Usually he just dies at that point. Yeah, he's usually either and then or... respawns at another fucking uh -huh. pod. And you're just like, wait, Johnson what? just disappears and reappears in this whole series. He looks really weird in the upgrade. In the upgrade I he almost looks like white. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a, like it's so weird. Yeah, really? Like, yeah. yeah skin, if you the, look at him, the skin color is very weird. Mm -hmm. Like I. I looked at him like dead on the ground, you know. <laughs> I looked at his dead corpse. It, he wasn't just pale in the face. No, it was like, I don't even know how to describe it. just was weird. Yeah, no, no, no. you have to look next time. Mm -hmm. So um, we're driving away and we drive into this huge cave. And and it's kind of good to note that Cortana mentions the caves of the ring world were built. And they're not natural. Um, this kind of brings in the fact that halo is obviously man-made and it's made by the forerunners we're gonna we're gonna find that out later but yeah all this shit on halo like kind of has a purpose and a design and is built to like sustain life and do certain functions on the ring um i heard that i think you had mentioned it to me before in a discord conversation that that cave was actually a cave at some point that's why she calls it a cave yeah it was supposed to be a cave but then they like cut it and 
made it more like just, just like a open. giant fucking yeah. They just kept the dialogue because I guess they were like, ah, let's. And that's mm. also where we run into a terminal. Yeah, the keeper, terminal's down there. Keeper yeah. of the terminals, please lay it out for us. All right, this, this one, uh, this one, this is a big one. This is right before the light bridge before you make that jump. Um, it opens with three four three guilty spark flying through space and entering the arc. We'll uh, we'll talk more about the arc and what it is later on. Um, he says he's experiencing anticipation and dread. States that all of his preparations are complete for his new installation, Zero Four. Uh, he enters a dimly lit hallway, and then he states that he has released himself of all remaining connections to his former station. Weird. I had no idea that they just kept... There must have been something beforehand. Uh, I guess we'll figure that right. out later. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily means it was like a halo ring. Yeah, it could have been something... Like, just... yeah, another Forerunner mm-hmm. thing. Um, but then, this is when you get into a... You see he enters a big room with six other monitors that are there. Um, you see Forerunner doctors, life workers, they're called. Um, you'll see all of them, and they mention the domain. He says, uh, we have no contact with the domain, so basically they have no knowledge of the Forerunners, and people have no knowledge of what they are, who they are even. Are the life workers humans or no? I think they're Forerunner. Okay. I believe that they're they're uh they were the one that's, of the that's main... jumping the gun into Halo Four, but yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> they um they were like the doctors. They specialized in medicine, study of life in all its forms, including experimenting with new forms of life. Weird, like yeah. the flood, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, basically they say that we have no contact with the domain, which is their collective intelligence, the Forerunners' collective intelligence. Um, he gets into a conversation with Monitor O Four Nine, Abstract Testament. Where he's the, I love the monitor names. They're very cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he states that they deserve to be forgotten. And, you know, Guilty Spark says, uh, perhaps, perhaps. And then at the end, a uh, large portal opens up and he sees Halo. He says, now the portal is open and through it, the familiar shape awaits. Halo, home. Which kind of brings me back to the beginning where the familiar shape, which is like his old installation. So I guess uh, that yeah. could have been, Good point. must have been a Halo. I mean, there's only seven, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We only know of, I think, three. Delta, Alpha, and a Halo Infinite is on a new Halo ring, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I don't think we really know, but anyway. Yeah, cool information. Uh, and these terminals are added in the anniversary cl- edition, so if and they're animated. There, aren't they? They're not. They don't exist in the original game at all. Nope. Nope. No. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't yeah. think skulls were in there either. Oh wow. Yeah, I don't think the skulls were in the. You original. sure? I don't. No, I. You know what? Let me let me let me fact check myself. Okay. I thought they were added. While you're doing that, I'll go on because you mentioned the bridge, um, that light bridge. We get to the light bridge and we uh, find two new weapons. Um, one is the needler and the plasma grenade. The Type Thirty Three guided munitions launcher, or the needler, is a covenant. Co- wow, covenant. I, you know, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you it, off because I figured it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> give me a second to uh, <laughs> go for it. Um, they well, were added to uh, anniversary. They were added into Anniversary. They were All not right. in the original game. Gotcha. Because, you know, how Halo 2, they were so popular. They said, oh, yeah. let's do it. Like yes. It. So uh, the Needler, Covenant anti-infantry weapon, uh, pretty much used by most of the races of the Covenant. Uh, the Needler is one of the few Covenant weapons which is, uh, isn't is based on reverse-engineered Forerunner tech, which is interesting because it's probably the most alien-looking gun of the arsenal. 
The thing is fucking awesome. Yeah, I, I love, love the, me- the melee. melee. Yep, we were yep. <laughs> so I was just going to say. Melee enemy. Yeah, he, like, flips it around. And, and it's just... funny how OP the Needler is in pretty much every Halo. <laughs> kinda, I thought it kind of sucked in, like, I don't know if it was two or three, but four. Four brought it back. It was really good in four. It's in really three, good in it's four. good, I think. Is it? it but you, it, it kind of, in, in one, it looks the coolest because the needles are yeah. so fucking, yep. like, and then yeah. in Halo 3, it's like wimpy. <laughs> wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. And um, the Type 1, I wonder why they call them types. It's probably, I don't know. The, yeah. this is a, these are human names for these. I guess mm-hmm. they're categorizing them in the database. Yeah. Anti-personnel grenade, more commonly known as the plasma grenade, or if the multiplayer t- uh, terminology suits you, the sticky grenade. Sticky, sticky. The ones yeah. that take eight years to blow up and come out. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, so they stick on you and blow up. That if you didn't catch on, I think on if you that. had enough time, you could probably pull it off and. <laughs> but like, I guess put like, it somewhere else. I guess the idea up. would be that they are They're like semtex. Well, like yeah. Well, but right. how does a semtex even work? Button. But, but like, yeah, button. Like, the, the plasma, gra- the plasma grenade has a button on it's it. Plastic and you throw explosives. It and it's, it. But like, how does it stick? Like, the does plan, it, I assume that there's uh, either like, adhesive does it, put on it or... That's I so think like, it's part of the tech. Yeah. Like, like once you... It's not sticky until you... Right. Until you press it and then... Maybe it, you hit the button, like a timer. it has a countdown, you throw I'm it, sorry. and as you're throwing it... it the, the stuff comes out right. of it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that this actually is, makes more sense. We, whereas, like, we ha- probably have stuff like that today, but yeah. like... But like now for this, like, it's like you probably... It's it's fine, you press the button, you throw it, it has a timer, but as it's going through yeah, the air, it, it's sticky. it gets how, sticky. How yeah. come it doesn't stick to them when they're when they're going to throw well, it, you know? Because I think that's... Yeah, the, the button that's... You press the button, it has, like, you probably have a few seconds to throw before... Yeah. Like a regular grenade. Exactly. I mean, except you have your hand on the pin, so you pull the pin and there's a handle and as soon as you let go of the handle that's that when it's cooking it yeah, right that makes yeah. sense and i guess you got a few seconds uh we come yeah. out of the cave and we pick up the sniper rifle we found another downed escape pod everyone's dead and we pick up the system or the r- sniper rifle system 99c series 2 anti-material sniper rifle this gun is in halo one two and wars it is not the sniper in in three they changed in three it. and four yeah um it is saw widespread use during the battle of installation four and five as well as the battle of earth this is a nice trivia fun fact in combat evolved enemy ais do not acknowledge the sniper rifles gunshots if they do not see you so if you kill an enemy with a sniper the other enemies will react to the fallen ai but not search for you as if they would known that you fired so they just don't react to the fact that you just snipe someone. They it's, react to the fact they that even, you I killed. think they even say that in that mission. They're like, they're like, if you, as long as they don't see you, you don't get shot. Mm-hmm. In the, in the, no, E3 it's probably demo. in Truth and Reconciliation. They say I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the true sniper. Yeah, yeah. Level. In the E3 demo, it's silent. Like the way he shoots it, it's like all you hear is the, uh, the sound of it hitting the elite. Yeah, it would make more sense beginning. if they like silence the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not really the good sound for it. But that, like even <laughs> that sound, sound of the sni- yeah, that sound of the sniper is like fucking iconic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So now we're pretty much going around. There are three more pods which we can get to. We get into fights. You can either save all the marines or let them all die. And Cortana, if they if they die, Cortana goes. They're all dead. They're all dead. Like literally, you don't have to save anyone, which is yeah. kind of funny. It's like one of those, another one of those things with like these older games, um, where they're like there's like optional like side stuff that you probably wouldn't know about unless you play it on higher difficulties mm-hmm. or like on easy. I save them all yeah. easy. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, did you guys save them all or no? I I killed all of them at one spot. Oh, they all died. So you killed them? No, I mean I didn't kill. They died. Oh, uh, Are I you sure? I didn't save them. 
Is I guess yeah, what happened. I, like the, <laughs> the, the covenant came in, and I, I was just more shooting them, and I couldn't are, find them. I guess are, they. Found. Are you positive you didn't lay waste? I mean, I don't ways. think I could have. Who knows? I mean, the shots were firing. I was on many drugs. Who knows? Um, but Jesus, <laughs> what? Only cocaine. Master Chief is dead. So now he just has a lifted up his yeah, house, yeah. lifted up his house, yeah. like does yeah. like a line. Off his, off his Did Chief just do a bump? He's just. Master Chief, uh, I'm trying to do Johnson. Master Chief, you're gonna share with the rest of us. Get the fuck out of here, oh, Johnson. I don't know what the like. Oh God. Uh, but yeah, no. Cortana was like, Chief, you let them all die. <laughs> belay that order for the. And then she like talks to Fellhammer. She's like, belay the order for the transport. Yeah, that's a, that's at the end. Um, and like kind of in between the the pods. And I think at the end, she kind of, excuse me, lays out some information. True dropped his phone. It's all right. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> Cortana eventually informs you that the Covenant secured the crash site of the Autumn and captured Captain Keys and the crew that was with him. She also, via the Battle.net, which is like the Covenant radio, so to speak. It's how they communicate. Uh, discovers Keys was taken to the cruiser, the Truth and Reconciliation. I love the names of the ships in this game. Yeah. They're no, so... Good. Truth and Reconciliation, I'm too, I'm like, you know, this is 2001, I hear this name, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to Catholic school. Like, I know what reconciliation is. That's a sacrament. Is, yeah, this is, I know. What we're, I, I get it. <laughs> like, I'm that's like, my touchstone. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's really cool. That like, it's funny. Um, and that's, that's the end. Yeah, that's the end. The end of it. it. Truth and Reconciliation is the third level in the game. The Master Chief and a team of orbital drop shock troopers. First time we're seeing these guys, but I'm, we're not going to talk about them. I don't here. think they are they even wearing or like I don't even just like normal Marines. Yeah, 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 I would, you would never know. Yeah. So you must rescue Captain Keys, who's being held prisoner aboard the Covenant ship, the Truth and Reconciliation. After boarding the ship using its gravity lift, the Master Chief fights his way through the interior of the Covenant battle cruiser to rescue Captain Keys and several prisoners from the ship's brig. This is the first level in which um, hunters. Uh, zealots and stealth Sanghealy are encountered. Um, also, no pistol on this level. No. No pistol at all. Really? Yeah. yeah. You can't find it. You can find ammo. Oddly enough, you can like, if you look down, you can see clips for it, but you can't find the pistol. Hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember you didn't, I didn't get mm-hmm. it. So, the Truth and Reconciliation was a Covenant Ket Pattern CC-class battlecruiser in the fleet of particular justice. Its shipmaster was Lat Rava Me. Like again, the names. Yeah. Like, let's fucking go, dude. Yeah, like, dude. What, what's he, How the, fucking cool does that sound? Is that the what was it? The fleet called? Particular justice. Yeah, they say that's this. Fucking they say this name a few times. Particular um, justice. So the truth and reconciliation served within the fleet of particular justice during the fall of Reach in the summer of 2552, when the UNSC Pillar of Autumn fled to Reach. Um, Supreme Commander Thelvatomy. Keep that in the huh? back of your head. Thel Vatami ordered the truth and reconciliation among several other Covenant vessels to pursue the human warship. The Covenant's forces arrived at Halo Installation 4 well in advance of the Pillar of Autumn. And the Battle of Installation 4 ensues. So, yeah, really remember Thel Vatami. We will get back to him. So, yeah, this is our first, like, sniper level. How do you guys like the first sniper level? Cool. Like it was no, it does. It definitely it brings me back to. I remember playing that level and being like, "Ooh, this is cool!" Like, yeah, the, that, that the first introduction really gets you in the vibe. Yeah, that yeah. first introduction of the the sniper rifle is really cool. The night vision. You can put night vision on uh-huh. through, the, through the scope. Yeah. 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 Oh, I mean, no, a lot of good. fun. Uh, 
interesting stuff. Again, nothing crazy. I mean, I think the most the most memorable part of the, the first part of this level is the hunters when they yeah. come in. Yeah, we'll get first the, time yeah. first time seeing the hunters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, before we get to the hunters, you know, we're fighting through. We're sniping. You can do some stealth. Um, I think you are forced into combat a few parts. That first initial part, though, there's an achievement you can stealth that whole part. But I think like everything. The very beginning or like that entire first section? That, so. that beginning part with the shade in the okay. back. Like as soon as you go around, I think you have to get into combat yeah, after that. Yeah, there's enemies right there. There's grunts, I think, that are right around the corner. Yeah. So this is the first time we run into the shade. The Type 29 anti infantry stationary gun is an anti infantry shade turret. Uh, it fires three simultaneous slow moving bolts high power, uh, of high powered plasma surrounded by. Uh, magnetic fields in a triangular pattern. These bolts are somewhat inaccurate at long ranges. The shade hovers on an anti-gravity mount, giving it 360-degree field of fire. We'll see the shade in a few different versions throughout the series. Um, we also pick up the active camouflage here. I used uh, to call them triangles and circles. Yeah. Over shields and... Really? <laughs> yeah, triangles and circles. I found the triangle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the triangle. <laughs> wow, I, I, it makes total sense. So this refers to various light-bending technologies both the UNSC and Covenant have um, developed. Most commonly, the term is applied to Forerunner-developed cloaking equipment that is generally stored in small, deliberately fragile containers. So, pickups. Um... And next, we, we kind of fight our way forward, and we get to the grav lift to go up to the Truth and Reconciliation. We fight a group there, and then we find, for the first time, the Hunters. <laughs> or the... <laughs> let me try. Let me... Here, let me say. The M-word. The M-word. The... Uh, see, I think that M might be silent. Okay. The the gal... The gal... The galcolo? The galgolo? Lek Golo? The Magolo? No, I don't even so, know. The Lek Golo, I think, is like all the worms together. Right. Yeah. So the Magolo, commonly known as hunters, are small, are, are unique gestalt of smaller creatures known as Legolo, which are orange worm-like creatures. Lekogo were known to come to uh, group together and form Gelk... Yeah. Galcola, whatever, yeah. for protection during combat. During its form, it has increased strength, uh, but a cost of uh, maneuverability. When grouped together, the intelligence of the Galcolgo colony is increased with every additional Lakola. Hmm. So they're worms, and they're they, they all make, make. It's funny, I didn't know that they make a body in in yeah. armor. Wow, weird, right? That is yeah, weird. it is very strange. That's crazy. Um, but kind of cool. It's kind of cool, but it's not something I could have ever noticed from, like... Yeah, you like, really have to, like, get up close yeah. and... When the Covenant discovered the hunter's homeworld of Tay, T-E, they intended Tick. on mining its riches, but faced heavy resistance from the race. Their ph physiology... Physi wow. True. Phys physiology? Their, thank you. Yeah. Their physiology gave them a tremendous and unexpected advantage in combat, halting the Covenant's advance and killing an Arbiter. Um... We'll talk about Arbiters later. The Covenant were further infuriated by the Lakolo's destruction of Forerunner artifacts um, during their routine feedings. In ground combat, their most victorious, uh, they were mostly victorious against the Sangheili. The Covenant was forced to rely on orbital bombardment um, against uh, them, and they had little defense to save themselves. Um, so to save themselves from extinction, they joined the Covenant. And this is wow. called the Taming of the Lakolo. Wow. That's, that's really cool. That's that crazy. Cool. They fucking try to... Yeah, it's interesting. So again, there's more like animosity between these races. Like, 
they the covenant were literally don't gonna wipe these guys out. Yeah, people in those in the covenant don't necessarily want to be there. Yeah, or like don't even like necessarily love the idea. Like they're just kind of. And clearly, the hunters don't necessarily line up with the covenant goals. I know we don't know them yet. But the Covenant goals is essentially to secure Forerunner tech and the Halo rings. And you, I, I, I guess they want to use them. I think they do. They they definitely want them. I'm not sure if they exactly want to use them. But they, they're, they, they're wrong about what they're actually used for, which we'll talk about. Gotcha. So, hunters are the strongest and most resilient species within the Covenant army. A no, typical, they're a, no, they're not. We know mean? why. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we know why. <laughs> a, a typical hunter usually stands between 12 feet and 13 feet. That's wild because they're definitely... I, way smaller. Yeah, they're way they're smaller. They're shrunk down. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, so they crouch. So they're that tall. I was going to say, they are kind of slim. They're, like, they're, they're, they're that tall when oh, they're they stretched out, but when they're crouched, they're eight feet. Okay, that makes a little more sense. When it's in it, uh, yeah. yeah, when it's in combat kind of, they're, they're like the same height as Master Chief almost. So a hunter can become larger than a standard issue Covenant Wraith. That's fucking nuts. What? That's they like are worms. big in the later games. Yeah. Like Don't you they definitely stand up see straight, the and that's like there's there's that's there there's when they're when the they stand up straight. Yeah. Unlike most Covenant forces, hunters do not seem to possess a visible rank and are almost always wear worn, sorry almost always seen wearing exactly the same blue armor. So we get a cutscene, we grab lift up into the Truth and Reconciliation, and there's some the Marines are like, wow. Yeah, and then you know they all get slaughtered. You could you could get what, destroyed what, here. What are the yeah, Mar- I'm trying to think fucked. of what do the Marines say when you get up there? Oh, they they say something about that. There's like no, there's, like, there's no one here. There's no What's sign. I have it written down. They they say there's no sign of enemy life. Uh, and that's when you hit the uh, invisibility elites, right? Cortana says it. Uh, there, Maybe no one's home. I there think are not any. Home. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. There, nobody's home. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe no one's. I love. How I just it. like pulled that out of my like mm-hmm. memory bank. Like, <laughs> so this is the first time we run it. Run into the stealth miner, and also a zealot later. So yeah. I'm going to talk about them both. Um, the stealth miner is just exactly what it is—a stealth miner with an energy sword. But since we don't pick up the energy sword in this game at all, even though it's in it, I'm that not going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, that the energy sword is in this yeah, game. Yeah, like I forgot. I do mm-hmm. remember, like as I was playing it, I remember I was like, "Oh, you can't pick it up." Yeah, that so, is something I did like subconsciously remember. So later in this level, we do encounter a zealot. The Sangheili zealot is a high-ranking Covenant Sangheili who is charged with the recovery of Forerunner artifacts, unparalleled among the Covenant for their skill at arms. Zealots will stop at nothing, not even the eradication of heretical species, in order to recover these holy artifacts. So they fucking, you know, they're there for it, right? Yeah, they're 100% they're committed. dedicated, and that's what zealot means. Zealot is somebody yeah, who's a, yeah. fanatical. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. While some while some zealots are strictly deployed to non-combat fleets or field uh, command outposts, they often operate on the front lines and possess considerable battlefield experience, having killed countless enemies of the Covenant before obtaining their post. As members of the Ministry of Fervent Intercession. <laughs> the Fervent Intercession. Man, like, the Covenant. So cool. True zealots form the razor's edge of any significant Covenant military operation. Zealot squads are tasked with the location and analysis of any information which might lead to a reliquary site. Once located, they are then charged with its recovery, typically through apostolic... It's apostle, but alec at the end of it. Apostolic? Is that how you say that? Apostolic? Yeah. Maybe. Apostolic intervention by force, though no measure is considered too extreme. They wear a different number of armor iterations from gold to red, which are highly advanced with advanced shielding tech and improved protection. So, aren't they gold in the uh, base game? 
Or like without the yeah they're go- they're yeah well maybe there's a uh, they're red in this one yeah I, I know isn't there a gold one in the Reach? next mission silent cartographer the one that like shuts the door yes yeah he's gold yeah yeah, yeah he gets the cutscene he's cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much the level we're going through the truth and reconciliation um we eventually get to keys yeah we go through this whole fucking ship we kill everyone we kill everyone yeah. then we master chief's force is unrot <laughs> we get keys we get back to the drop ships back in the hangar yeah and then bing bang boom right we run over some yeah. some uh, hunters and we escape via spirit but we also before that we also learned that the covenant believe that halo is a weapon uh, they're looking for its control room, which sets up the next level. Yeah, assault. Captain Key's overheard them talking, which is weird. Do they? I guess he knows Sanghealy, or does he? I see. I don't. Good point. Yeah, he must. Good fucking yeah. point. Or they just? What if they meant to do that? Elites do eventually speak, speak English, yeah, yeah. and that is a thing. Like they do, like grunts speak English. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Yeah, the grunts speak English. Aren't they speaking English in like the be- like the game? Yeah, like, you yeah. Like, but that's oh, like yeah, uh, that's like canon. Like yeah. they do learn how to speak English. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, but how. you think that they speak in Sangheili around the, the prisoners? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think they would. Might speak. honestly, it's probably just like a like they didn't think about it. They were they were in the the, the narrative room and they were like, uh, "Sir, what? How would he overhear the alien speaking in the alien get language?" Get this guy out of here. Get, and the, get and, him out. And Listen, the name guy, of this yeah. control room is apparently called the Silent Cartographer. Another fucking sick awesome name. name. Um, there's one line that Key says, which I found very interesting. He's like, quit your belly aching, soldier. Remember, you're a leatherneck. Do you know yeah. what a leatherneck is? is that, wasn't that like slang? It's slang for like a veteran soldier, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure like somebody with combat experience. But when I, I think the first time I heard that, I was like, the fuck does that? Is that like mean? a, yeah. Yeah, like, sounds like a Quit your belly aching, soldier. I've never heard leatherneck. Interesting. Well, I think that about does it for this re gentlemen thank you so much it's been a lot of fun uh thank you all so much for listening uh you can find this podcast everywhere podcasts are found just search delco nerd network we are on all these social medias as well at delco nerds uh you can find our website at www.delconerdnetwork.com uh we post some fun stuff there you can just check out our podcast and stuff there uh as well as our email delco nerds at gmail.com send us in some you know topic ideas if you just want to chat with us it's always a fun time. We also have a very fun Discord channel uh, server. It's a lot of cool people on there. Yeah. A lot of fun yeah, conversations. I'm there. It's real cool. Gooch is there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Chris is there. Chris oh, is there. I'm there. I'm yeah, yeah. there. Uh, definitely come hang <laughs> out. Cool it's a lot people. of fun. <laughs> a lot of cool people. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much, guys. For Gooch, for Chris, Ivan Trio. Thanks for listening. Stay nerdy, and we will see you next time.